century later, many Americans are kept from voting simply because they are Negro. It took six months, but by August, Congress had hammered out a bipartisan bill designed to give the federal government the right to ensure black voters were being allowed at the polls. Before he signed the bill into law, Johnson delivered an eloquent, more than 20-minute speech on the importance of the legislation he had been convinced was necessary. Three and a half centuries ago, the first Negroes arrived at Jamestown. They did not arrive in brave ships in search of a home for freedom. They did not mingle fear and joy in expectation that in this new world anything would be possible to a man strong enough to reach for it. They came in darkness and they came in chains. And today we strike away the last major shackle of those fierce and ancient bonds. This law many pages, but the heart of the act is plain. Wherever, by clear and objective standards, states and counties are using regulations or laws or tests to deny the right to vote, then they will be struck down. And before... ...is the American Negro. His actions and protests, his courage to risk safety, and even to risk his life, have awakened the conscience of this nation. His demonstrations have been designed to call attention to injustice, designed to provoke change, designed to stir reform. More than 100 lawmakers and civil rights leaders crowded around the president as he signed the bill with dozens of pens. Welcome to Media Suicide. Give yourself a round of applause. You woke up today. You look great. You are wonderful. You are him. You are him. Another episode of Media Suicide. The recording that you heard in the beginning was back in 1964, between 64 and 65. Lyndon Johnson was signing, signing the Voter Rights Act. And also a couple things went on. He signed the Civil Rights Act. Sounds familiar. So you mean to tell me we're just going to forget about all the people that made the stepping stone for us to be here. We just going to forget all about it because they're not here to defend all of the leaders that was trying to make a difference were killed and assassinated. Sounds familiar? 
how do we correct this ill behavior? How do we do it? Well, it looks like we got to keep fighting again. Because there's nothing wrong with America. It's the people that's in it. For those that remember that song in the 70s. In the 70s, the song said, it's not the world that's messed up. It's the people in it. It was a song out of Philadelphia. I can't remember the group, but they were out of Philadelphia. I will have the name of the group on uh, the next episode of Media Suicide. The media has learned. Entertainment used to be fun. When I was a kid coming up, I'm about to tell my age now, <laughs> but as a kid coming up, I saw the Caribbean show. My grandmother loved that show. And I loved when she watched it because we were a struggling family. I come from an era of food stamps. Yes, yes, I come from the era of the paper food stamps that used to come in a book. You tear them off. They were worth money. But you could only buy food with them. And sometimes these stamps, like they always did, they would run out. And then, you know, we're struggling to get food on the table, things like that. But she made it happen. That's one thing I can say. My grandmother made sure that we ate a full meal. She made sure we ate and we ate pretty damn good. I still can't get over this. She made a dish chicken cacciatore. And I saw her cook with cooking wine. And I can still taste it to this day. And I've been trying to reach that doggone taste and recipe when I cook. My grandma was the type that will fry the chicken. She fried a whole lot of chicken. And then she had these big tall pots and would make a big tall thing of spaghetti so it could last. And we can eat that. You had your leftovers. Then she would take that chicken and combine it with this spaghetti. The spaghetti already had meat in it. The hamburger meat, right? You know, you take the hamburger, put in the spaghetti sauce, this and that and the other. But you will add an extra layer by adding the fried chicken to it and then stir it all up together. 
and let it simmer. Let me tell you something. That was some good spaghetti. You ate one plate of that. You was going to bust your belly. I guarantee you. And I believe she did that on purpose to make sure we were all full. My grandmother was no joke in the kitchen, y'all. No joke. And I know a lot of you can say that about your grandmother. But my grandmother, on Saturday mornings, it was not a problem to smell something baking in the oven. She was always baking. If she opened up a bakery, it would be on slap. I mean, it would be jumping. And we came out healthy, didn't we? We didn't have all this HDD, PMDB, EBD, all these abbreviations. Oh, what's wrong with him? Oh, he got CGG. Oh, what's wrong with her? Oh, she can't function right. She got uh, PBS. No, not PBS. Well, I'm just, I'm joking around. She has, you know, ADBD, blah, 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 blah. I say that respectively because I want to respect the times that we're in. But they straighten out our HDH and ADD and all that with a simple ass kicking. You got a whooping. And let me tell you something. Any problems you had, you got your ass kicked. You got a whooping. You were on punishment. And guess what? Your best not did it again. Right? <laughs> did you hear what I said? Best not. Do it again. Oh, you got another one. See, my grandmother has a way of snapping that craziness out of your head. And I don't care what subject it was. When she got finished with you, you manned up, you did what you're supposed to do, and you went out and did what you're supposed to do. And when you came home, you got your shit together and you did what you're supposed to do. And I'm going to leave it like that. And I'm sure some of you in the listening audience can understand and relate. Because in the African-American community, our mothers and fathers and grandmothers did not play. They didn't take shit. And you could also get a whooping from your neighbors. If your neighbors saw you out there doing something, they will spank that butt and then send you home. And then you got another one. (laughs) Imagine that. To all you uh, new listeners, that's how I was back in the day. But I played that clip because you see times is reflective of today. Here we are again with the voter suppression, with uh, all the issues, uh, the ID tampering situations, all the the laws that's uh, being uh, brought back up to turn back. You see, America, the reason why these things are done is because 
There's no balance. There's no balance. And there are some people in this world who don't want balance. The Heavenly Father made this beautiful place for all of us. He made this place for all of us. And you can say whatever you want. But it's a beautiful place. And it's sad to see man is dragging it down or trying to drag it down. Because it'll only go so far before it comes back up. As love and justice arcs to love. Love always prevails and wins. Love always prevails and wins. Now, when you're dealing with the adversary, he doesn't like that. As you can see, what's happening today. It's in the music. It's on TV. It's on our phones and tablets. So much has changed. So much has rearranged. I am very grateful for the Caucasian folks who also join a particular group to have justice. I'm really grateful for that because you see, they want justice too. They're sick of what is happening. It's disgusting. It's irritating. So I'm very grateful. I like seeing those films, old civil rights films, and you see the Caucasian folks was marching with us. Some of them even took beatings with us. Isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame? Those people made a pathway for us to follow and to continue. And you know what we did? We turned around and became so self-centered and selfish. And we're creating all this confusion. And a bit of uh, decency that we're trying to maintain and retain and hold on to. We're fighting for it every day. So this podcast, I just want to talk to you, to my listening audience. I love you very much. And I always try to just say the things that you're thinking about. And sometimes you sit there, you say, what the hell is going on? What to the hell is going on out here?
But then you know, don't you? But then you know. Stay true to yourself. Don't be swayed and please stop believing everything you see on TV. It's the Eric Jackson Show.